0: Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Father, I need your touch. I know what you've quickened within my spirit this week. And I'm asking you, Lord, for an anointing from another world. God, you've rearranged the order by your spirit of this service. And so I do not, for any reason, for any compulsion, want to get in the way of what the Holy Ghost wants to do in this place. Open every ear to hear. And every heart to receive the word of the living God. May we not just be hearers of the word, but may we be doers of the word as well. We thank you, we magnify you, and we glorify you in Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I have a simple title. It's called Praise the Lord. Mm, Praise is so critical in the life of a believer and in the life of the church. Praise is something that God longs for from his people. Praise is what draws God to his people. Praise is what will move God on behalf of his people. The book of Psalms is filled with verses of praise and worship. But this whole chapter, it is the culmination of of the whole book of Psalms as it relates to praising the Lord. All the vital information you need about genuine praise to our God is wrapped up in Psalms 150. This information, if put into practice, will transform your perspective. It will inspire your faith it will dramatically alter your life in this one chapter we find three things for our consideration we praise him in we praise him for and we praise him with I want to unpack it this morning First of all, he says, praise him in the sanctuary. This speaks of location. I am in the room. You are in the car. Together we are in the sanctuary. We understand that this statement tells us that God is in the sanctuary. Psalm 63, David wrote these words. Oh, to see your power and your glory as I have seen you in the sanctuary. The Lord is in his holy temple. God is here. I do not accept this notion, and you may accept this notion, but I do not accept this notion that God is only here in this room when we are present. Yes, in fact, we are the temple of God But this room, this sanctuary, is set aside for holy purposes. And when no one is in the room, and the room is dark, I believe God is still here. All throughout scripture, reference is made to God being in his sanctuary. And I have already sensed him since I came into the room. So the psalmist says, you know, he is here. You know he will meet you when you come to this temple. So praise God in the sanctuary. There's something else you need to understand about this statement. Is that praise is going to happen today. A a lot of people get praised. A lot of programs get praised. A lot of practices get praised. We praise the pastor. We praise the music. We praise the programs. We praise the personalities that we connect with since last Sunday. We praise the friendliness of others and we engage in our connectivity. Further, let me tell you that many things happen in the sanctuary. Fellowship happens in the sanctuary. We see that singing happens in the sanctuary. Offerings happen in the sanctuary. Education happens in this sanctuary. But I've come by to tell you it's time to put it all together. It's time to give God the praise and to do it in the sanctuary. No person Deserves the praise like him. No idea deserves the praise like him. No agenda deserves the praise like him. Let me just stop here and tell you and declare what the psalmist said in another location. He said, Let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise. Let us praise the Lord. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter who you are. When you came to church this morning, something's going to get your adoration. Something's going to get your exaltation. Something is going to get your attention. You're going to prioritize something or someone over everything else. Why not make it Jehovah God who has
1: saved you and set you free? Why not praise God in the
0: sanctuary? (laughs) And then the psalmist wrote and said, praise him also in the firmament of his power. What that means is praise him in creation. We read in the book of Genesis that God separated the heavens from the earth and it was called the firmament. The separation between heaven and earth. And so I'm a very simple person. And when I read in the word of God that we are to praise him in the firmament, uh, that means we're to praise him in creation. That means that all creation is already praising God and all we're doing is joining the choir of creation in lifting up the name of the Lord. This is what the scripture teaches us. So as simple minded as I am, I will submit to you that when the birds are singing they are praising God. When the trees are blowing they are praising God. When the lion is roaring he is praising God. When the dolphins are crying in the depths of the ocean as they go along in their schools. They are praising their creator. When the coyotes howl, they are praising. When the clouds blow across the blue sky as they did yesterday, they are praising. And when the leaves fall from the trees this coming fall, as they fall down over our yards and our cars and our homes, they will be praising the Lord. Listen to the thunder roll. It is praising I know some of you are thinking, Pastor, you are crazy. And the short answer is, yes, my elevator possibly has not reached the top floor. But I know what the Bible says. In Psalm 65 and 12, it says, the little hills rejoice on every side. I love that some of you post these pictures uh, that live up on the mountain. There's a mountain behind the church. Some of you live up on that mountain. You live three miles from church, but it takes you 30 minutes to get here because you live up on the mountain. And you show us all the beautiful creatures of God on Facebook, and I enjoy seeing it every time it comes across. Some of you live up on the mountain, but in Psalm 65 and 12, it tells me that the little hills rejoice on every side. So I don't live on the mountain like some of y'all do. In my little subdivision, it is nothing but little hills all All the way around me But my Bible tells me That when I look at those hills They are praising the Lord I can look to the left I can look to the right I can look ahead I can look behind And there are hills to be found And they're rejoicing on every side In fact verse 13 takes it further It says the flocks and the corn Shout for joy and sing The flocks and the corn shout for joy and they sing. I well remember 25 plus years ago we were in our first church and it was just a random afternoon. I was riding down Route 3 in King George County. It was a windy day. It was a sunny day but I had come upon corn stalks. Acres and acres of corn that had reached its maturity and I don't know anything about farming so I could be off on this. I'm going to guess they were about anywhere from 4 to 7 feet tall but as I rode along I saw them and it captured my attention that they were blowing in the wind like a flag furling in creation and then I remember what God wrote in Psalm 65 13 when he said the corn was praising the Lord that day I saw the corn blowing in the wind the corn was shouting that day I saw the corn blowing in the wind that corn was singing praises unto its creator so what the scripture is telling us is not only should we praise him in the sanctuary but we need to praise him in the firmament of his power I've come by to tell you some good news you don't have to wait till 1030 on Sunday morning to come into the house of God to praise the Lord you can praise him Monday through Saturday you can lift up your voice like a trumpet unto the Lord I was blessed this past uh, a few days ago when a pastor friend of mine tells me how he gets out on the boat on the on the Claytor Lake He gets out on the new river and he just becomes overwhelmed in praise in the silence of God's creation. One of our dear sisters shared with me just a few days back, and how in the early morning view of nature out her back door on her back deck, just her and the Lord and and all of the beautiful handiwork of God, and how she cannot help but it brings a worship uh, forth from the depths of her soul. We have to learn to praise God in creation. We need to learn to praise God in creation. Take you back to another story that happened to me. I enjoy prayer walking. It's one of my favorite enjoyments with the Lord, and I haven't done it in a while. I need to get back to it, but I I, I do enjoy doing it. And when we Sandra and I were first married, I, there was a little uh, there was a little channel, a little channel island just down from where we lived in our townhome, and I remember going out there one day, and I I walked around and and. Into, until I was standing on that island and there was water on both sides of me, and I just began to be overwhelmed by the presence of the Lord, and I just began to praise the Lord and worship the Lord as a as a as a young believer. And and as I was worshiping God, I was caught up in my moment until out of the corner of my eye I saw a man walking his dog across the across the body of water there, and I tell you he must have become enamored with me because he sat down on the side of the hill and gave me a stare down session while I reveled in the presence of the Lord I assume I became his afternoon entertainment with his constant gaze but you know what I had to make a decision right then and there I was either going to stop and succumb to man's opinions or I was going to keep on praising the Lord and on that particular occasion I said you know what no matter whether anybody's looking at me or not I'm lost in the presence of the sweet Holy Spirit and I'm not going to let anyone quench or squash my praise, and I did not care, and I kept on praising. I'm going to stop here and say something boldly. We have a praise deficiency in the Pulaski Church
1: of God. I'm your pastor, and I love you. But I'm telling you, we've got a praise deficiency in the Pulaski Church of God. And I believe the Lord dropped this in my spirit. Maybe if we would praise God Monday through Saturday, we wouldn't have to be pumped up and primed up and psyched up when we came into the house of the Lord and in the sanctuary on Sunday. So let's praise him in creation and then praise him in the sanctuary.
0: God's not boxed into these four walls. And your praise doesn't have to be either. So you praise Him in the sanctuary and you praise Him in creation. So you praise Him in. And then He talks about praising Him for. Praise Him for. Praise Him for His mighty acts. I have life, praise the Lord I have a beautiful wife and a great son, praise the Lord I have a lovely home, praise the Lord I have a great heritage, praise the Lord I have a church family that I love much, praise the Lord I have good health, praise the Lord I have a roof above me, clothes on my back and shoes on my feet Praise the Lord, praise God From whom all blessings flow him in and then we praise him for and what we praise him for is his mighty acts but most importantly if for no other reason we praise him because i am saved praise the wonderful name of the lord i am saved praise him for his mighty acts And out of all the mighty acts that he has performed, when he saved me, it was the mightiest act of all. I was a child of the devil and now I'm a child of the king I was in bondage but now I am free I was in darkness but now I am in
1: light I was dead but now I am alive I came from under a rock but praise God today my feet are firmly planted upon the rock Christ Jesus I was on my way to hell in a pit that was to the uttermost but praise God he was able to save to the both. let the redeemed of the Lord say so we were on our way to hell now we're on our way to heaven praise the wonderful name of the Lord for his mighty acts
0: <laughs> finishing touches are being done on my mansion and praise God it was all due to his mighty act of saving me and setting me free. So I praise him for, to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? It's been revealed to me. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that he cannot save. Neither is his ear heavy. That he cannot hear and that is why listen listen because I know some of the stuff some of y'all are going through that is why the whole world can be caving in around me and all the other things could be taken from me but I can still praise God for his mighty acts The devil can take everything and God can allow it to happen. It's proven in the scripture. But one thing he cannot have, and that's my soul. I have been redeemed, I have been set free. Though the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall there be any fruit in the vine. The prophet said, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. And I will joy in the God of my salvation. You may not be able to check all the boxes that I just listed. For myself. But without priming or pumping or psyching. You just realize that his mighty act saved you from a burning lake of fire. And biblically you should not have a problem praising the Lord. That's word. Praise God when you feel the spirit. Praise God when you feel the weight of the flesh. You put on the garment of praise. I made this statement the other night. When I put on the garment of praise, I'm not feeling very spiritual. When I put on the garment of praise, Isaiah said, you do it for the spirit of heaviness. Heaviness comes from the reality that you're carrying a lot in your life right now. You're in more valley than you are on mountaintop. But you still must put on a garment of praise. Yes, I praise him in the spirit. But I also praise him in the flesh. The music doesn't have to be perfect. The smiles do not have to be extraordinary. The mood doesn't have to be overwhelming. You keep waiting on the majority. News flash the majority's waiting on you. Someone's got to be a lightning rod, somebody's got to light the match. For no matter where you are, if you're in the flesh, you're in the spirit, if you're walking on a mountaintop or walking through the valley, this hasn't changed. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised. It hasn't changed. Praise Him in the sanctuary. We praise Him in the creation. We praise Him for His mighty acts. And then... If we could just praise him according to his excellent greatness, God help me. If we did just that, nothing but praise would happen in our lives. Because he's greater than you can comprehend. So if you just praise him according to his excellent greatness, you'd be praising God all the time. Hello, Susie. Praise God. Good morning, Joe. Praise God. Dipping your mashed potatoes, praise God. Taking out the trash. Bill says, hey, how you doing? Golf game was good yesterday. Praise God, Bill. The weather's hot. Praise God. The weather's wet.
1: Praise God. Sick in body. Praise God. Got a good report from the doctor. Praise God.
0: Let me just stop here and say this. I feel a check in my spirit. And this is something I've learned as I've gotten older. I know God can heal right here and right now. I know he can touch you where you sit. He can touch you in a few moments when you come to this altar. I know that God can heal you. He is the Lord your God that heals you. He said he sent forth his word and it brought healing. But don't you lose sight of this reality. When the Lord calls my sick body home, it will be the greatest miracle of healing that has ever been encountered by anyone. We've not comprehend comprehended God in our finite ways but those infinite more immortals that have gone on ahead they know his excellent greatness and that's why praise goes up 24 hours a day in heaven that's the truth because they are in reality praising him according to his excellent greatness was an old song sung in my home church you may have never heard it but I remember the lyrics the song I believe was called I'm just warming up it went something like this I'm just warming up I'm just warming up I'm just warming up for that meeting in the sky if you think I'm strange don't wait for me to change Cause I'm just warming up uh, till I reach the other side. Mm. Oh, it's going to help somebody. If you praise him according to his excellent greatness, you won't have a problem praising him at all. You won't have a problem with, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. A few months ago I had the honor of laying my pastor to rest. And he always had a had a phrase. He drilled it into us for eleven years. Thank God for Jesus. And here a few weeks after, one of his daughters got a tie made for me. Says, Thank God for Jesus. Jesus the Savior. Jesus the Healer. Jesus the soon coming Lord. (laughs) We praise you according to your excellence. Your excellent greatness. Oh Lord, our Lord. How excellent is your name in all the earth. We praise him in. We praise him for. And finally we praise him with. He says you take inanimate objects and praise him. You have the sound of the trumpet You have the psaltery and the harp. You have the stringed instruments and organs. You have the tambourine and loud cymbals and high-sounding cymbals. I thought Tony played everything. I texted him this week. I said, you played a trumpet? He said, no, sorry. I don't know if I should keep him around or not. (laughs) I know there are churches that don't have music. I know there are churches that have limited orchestras. But you're looking at one preacher that believes the more instruments, the better. If they're used to praise him according to his excellent greatness. You see, when I study the trumpet in the Bible, I learned when the trumpet blew, it didn't just blow for any reason. It blew at significant times. When the trumpet sounded in the Bible the law was being given when the trumpet blew in the Bible kings were being coronated when the trumpet blew in the Bible a victory had been won by the army of God's people when the trumpet blew in the Bible it was a declaration of the year of Jubilee and all the slaves had to be set free. <laughs>
1: Someone. Anyone.
0: Somehow. Blow the trumpet for Donald Jones. For grace has been given which is the law of my heart. Someone blow the trumpet. Because I have crowned Jesus king of my heart. Someone blow the trumpet. Because the battle has already been won.
1: Someone blow the trumpet! Because this guy who was slaved, enslaved, in shackles and bonds and chains—it's all been torn asunder. He whom the Son has set free is free indeed. I've experienced my jubilee. Someone blow the trumpet!
0: Whoever said Christianity was quiet. They didn't read Psalms 150. Whoever said worship was subdued and contained. They need to read Psalms 150 yet again. Christians around the world are longing for a place to praise the Lord. Some of you are going to come to a valley of decision here in just a few moments. As I begin to wrap this up, because we know, we know what it says, everything that breathes, finally, everything that breathes, should be praising God if you are breathing you ought to be praising oh that was weak if you are breathing you ought to be praising all breath comes from him how often do I get down in his presence and say Lord If you said the word, my breath would stop. If you gave the command, my heart would quit beating. (laughs) All breath comes from him, so all breath should be used for him. Now listen, because I know what y'all been counting on. Some of y'all been counting on the preacher to get the sinner saved. But I'm going to tell you something, when there's an atmosphere of praise, the sinner will either run to the altar or run out the door. When praise is happening, not one person will worry about the time. So if you're concerned about the time, when I ask you in just a moment to stand, just go ahead and slide on out where everybody can see you. I'll get them to stay one way or the other.
1: When there's praise
0: in the house nobody's gonna worry about the time when praise is happening it'll shake the devil to his core not only will it make a difference in heaven not only will heaven stand
1: at attention but the caverns of darkness will say something's happening in the corner of southwest Virginia We thought we didn't have their souls but we thought we also could at least stifle their praise and now we found out we can't shut down their
0: soul or their praise when praise is happening God is about to come on the scene listen to your pastor this morning he inhabits eternity you can't find the end of God or his glory you go from one galaxy to another from one Milky Way to another from one solar system to another you go millions of light years into the future and you won't find the end of God He is the king that is enthroned over all creation. The heaven of heavens cannot contain him. He sits upon the circle of the
1: earth, and the earth is his footstool. But I've come by to tell you, when there's praise that is lifted up from God's children, the scripture tells us he'll leave the throne in heaven, and he will come down, and he will take up residence in the praises of your heart. That's God's hear what the word of God says if you'll praise him it impossible you begged and you pleaded and you cried and you said God I gotta have this miracle maybe just maybe he Him. you know what he did he cranked it up even more Lord son of David have mercy upon me and the Lord said what do you need I
0: people that need a miracle, they're not worried about how many people they got to crawl over to get up to the altar. Desperate people that have
1: begged and pleaded and cried, they don't have to worry about who's in front of them or who's behind them. They could care less. The truth of the matter is they need a God from his throne in heaven to come down and be enthroned upon the praises of his soul. So I'm going to tell you right now, It's time to move, move quickly. I don't know what you need, but it's time to move quickly and to come with a praise on your heart, with hands lifted.